Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. At Blackfoot Communications, our mission is to connect people, businesses, and communities to their networks in Montana and beyond. Through Blackfoot sponsorships, local ambassadors, and public programs, we support initiatives such as the Emergency Broadband Benefit, Fiber Deployments, and Community Events. For information on our commitment to improving our communities with fast, reliable, and secure internet access, go to blackfootcommunications.com news. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. The prep football playoff descend upon Missoula as the postseason heats up around the state. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. The quest for a second consecutive state title begins tonight at Missoula County Public Stadium for Sentinel. The Spartans host Surgeon Great Falls High, a team that has rebounded from an 0-4 start to enter Friday night's loser out contest on a six-game winning streak. Behind the exceptional play of future college talents Zach Cruz and Charlie Kurgan, Sentinel has won all eight of its games this season and have an 18-game winning streak dating back to last year's undefeated run to the Class AA state title, the first by the Spartans in 48 years. The other Class AA matchups include future Grizz quarterback Caden Hewitt and the Helena High Bengals playing at Bozeman, second-ranked Billings West hosting Helena Capital, and Kalispell Glacier traveling to Butte. In Class A, Frenchtown will look to ride the momentum of a first-round upset of Whitefish while traveling to defending champion Laurel. Billings Central will ride more than 400 miles on a bus to take on undefeated Polson. Miles City must travel 534 miles to take on undefeated Hamilton, and Sydney takes on upstart Lewistown. In Class B, Columbus gets the next crack at the freight train that has been the undefeated Florence Falcons this season. Whitehall makes the 37-mile jaunt to Boulder, while Big Fork travels to Townsend. Big Timber must drive 433 miles to take on Eureka. And in Class C, 8-man, Belt plays at Thompson Falls, Scobie plays at Park City, St. Ignatius is at Fort Benton, and Foot Creek makes the epic 575-mile trek to Fairview.
You heard it right. Redefining Road Warriors. 575 miles for the Flint Creek Co-op. That's Drummond and Phillipsburg for those that are paying attention. To go to their playoff game today. Un, or I guess tomorrow. Excuse me. Saturday, that is. Unbelievable. To Fairview. Other side of the world. It's like a different country. That's how far it is. Amazing. Welcome back in. It's Nuanas Now. ESPN Radio. SWX Montana Television. We're broadcasting to you from the Northwest Motorsports Studio. Ton of sweet guests to get to in this second hour. Get things started off with Corbin Johnson. He's our student of the week from Manhattan High School. He's a senior there. Just finished his senior football season. We're also going to hear from Matt Johnson, recapping his team's playoff season for the Big Sky Eagles. We're also going to hear from Dane Oliver, the head coach for Missoula Sentinel. So let's get to it. Well, time now for what we do once a week here around Nuanez now. It's our Mattress Firm Student of the Week, highlighting some of the best students from around the state of Montana. Oftentimes, these kids are involved in a ton of activities, including sports, uh, but you don't have to be involved in sports. So if you have a student you want to nominate, head on over to Mattress Firm's website and just follow the links, and uh, you can nominate a student. We'll have a Student Athlete of the Week each week for the whole academic school year, and then at the end of the academic school year, We'll have a scholarship for their, our Mattress Firm Student of the Year. So, fun promotion in association with SWX Montana Television. Go down the Rangers Brothers RV phone line. Welcome in Corbin Johnson. He is a senior at Manhattan High School. Corbin, thanks for being with us, man. How you doing? I'm doing great. First and foremost, i got to talk about Manhattan. I lived in Bozeman for uh, about seven years full-time, and... I love Manhattan, man. I used to love going there, covering baseball. I used to umpire baseball out there, too. What's special about Manhattan to you, though, man? What do you like about your hometown? Oh, I just love the support from the community, all the people you have around you. We've got a great legacy of sports going on here, and just to be a part of it's great. Yeah, I mean, it, it is, though, right? I mean, that, And that's such a cool thing about small towns in Montana, too. I remember uh, back in probably 2012, 2013, when Manhattan played in the state championship for hoops. And uh, it was in Bozeman. <laughs> I swear, I think the whole town of Manhattan was there. There was like 5,000 people in the stadium. So definitely awesome support. Uh, let's start with the, the sports angle here. Uh, you are a football player there at Manhattan, playing receiver and some defensive back as well. And uh, I know you just finished up with your senior season. So just tell us some of your memories from your, uh, your time as a Manhattan Tiger. Uh, definitely just coming up in the program, you know, doing my time. We come up, make the state championship. At home, my sophomore year, we didn't end up winning that one. Lost a close one to Eureka, and then going through the whole COVID year, working with all my friends, just spending a lot of time because it was during COVID, just getting after it. And then we made it back to the state championship, went undefeated, and won it all. Yeah, that was a super sweet run to follow for sure. And uh, so, I mean, what's it like when you win it as a junior? Because I mean, then it puts a lot of expectation on your senior year too. But that's so cool that you got a couple state championship game appearances and won a state championship. So, just take us through like maybe maybe what it's like to win it, and then also uh, try to repeat this year as a senior. Uh, it's just kind of surreal. I mean, I knew that I would be around one more year, but all my buddies that I did it with, they were all going to be gone. So it was just, it was a good parting memory with them. I know they had a great time their senior season. That just prepped me for just another year of excellence trying to come back and do it again. Corbin Johnson, Manhattan High School senior, joining us here on Nuanas Now. It's our Mattress Firm Student of the Week. Uh, let's talk about some of the stuff you do off the football field. First of all, I know you volunteer with some kids uh, from time to time. So tell us about that program that you're involved in. 
Yeah, so we have a uh, joint program between our elementary and our high school through our uh, elementary counselor, and it's called Tiger Buddies. And once a week, if you sign up for it your sophomore year, that's when you're eligible. You can spend about an hour a week with a certain elementary kid that you get assigned and just spend time with them, give them some support they need, and just ultimately be a friend and help them out with whatever they might need. And it's just a great way to give back. Super cool. What's uh, what's your kid all about? What's his name? Or is it a her? What's uh, What's your kid all about? Uh, so my Tiger buddy is Rocco Raznick. Nice. He's a great kid. He's a third grader. I've been with him since he's a sophomore. He just loves baseball, soccer, super active, just lots of energy, and he's just a blast to be around. That's awesome, man. Well, that's super cool that you're doing that. And also, uh, senior class president, right? I think I can tell why you won the election because you're a pretty good speaker. So, But just tell us how you got into that. Uh, well, I did student council throughout high school, senior class rep, just kind of getting into student council, trying to influence a couple things in the student body and help out. And then I went for senior class president this year, ended up getting it over a few buddies, so I gave them a hard time over that. <laughs> nice. Going about stuff throughout the school and being a little bit of a liaison between teachers and students and stuff like that, so it's a great time. Well, that's awesome. Corbin Johnson, Manhattan High School, joining us here on Nuanas Now. I know you're also a 4.0 student and National Honor Society as well, so it seems like you understand the uh, the importance of, of academics. So just tell us the why. I mean, when did you first realize that that was going to be an important part of your high school career? Uh, well, I think my parents just instilled in me that it was just going to be super important. My academics are going to carry far beyond my athletic career in high school if athletics don't lead me to college. So I figured I better, you know, stick with my grades even when sports aren't going well because they'll carry me really far getting into colleges and ultimately that's just what makes a good student athlete well tell us about what what's on the horizon do you have any idea what you're going to do for college well i might go into an uh, engineering field that's what i'd love to do dream to visit as a kid i got a few technical schools lined up got a few scholarship opportunities so if all else fails i'm going to try going to a field like that awesome man well that's a booming field and uh if you got the academics to do it absolutely a great career to choose corbin johnson manhattan senior football player basketball player senior class president excellent student thanks so much for being with us man this was uh this is awesome and uh, best of luck with everything best of luck with hoops all right thank you i appreciate it mattress firm student of the week if you want to nominate a great student from anywhere in the state of montana go to mattressfirm.com backslash students Appreciate Mattress Firm for being a proud sponsor of Nuana's Now. Appreciate SWX for the collaboration on that great segment. Dive down to our Garden City Spotlight. Two Missoula teams from the Class AA ranks made the high school football playoffs. Missoula Big Sky lost last week 41-14 in the first round to Great Falls High. That Bison team now takes on Missoula Sentinel tonight here in Missoula. We caught up with Matt Johnson to recap his team's season earlier this week. Garden City Spotlight rolls on. Another season recap, this one, with Missoula Big Sky head coach Matt Johnson. Big Sky finished the season three and seven. Playoff berth for the Eagles. So, Coach, let's just talk firstly broadly. Just sum up this season for us. What were some of the challenges your team went through? What were some of the things that made you most proud? Yeah, uh, yeah, thanks, Coulter. You know, um, start off the year... Definitely really, really thin, um, especially just the way the year was. I was missing a couple guys early, especially in that first game. Just just weren't completely eligible yet, uh, paperwork issues and stuff. So that made us really thin early, but we were able to learn from it a little bit. Um, kind of rallied, 
you know, had had a great game against Skyview. Uh, as we go through the year, battled um, different points in time. You know, it was funny. We hit a point when we played Helena Capital, all like our fourth game maybe. Where we kind of, it was really our worst game. Capital played great. Uh, we we definitely didn't. And one thing we always talk about is each game, win or lose, we gotta we gotta work to take steps forward. We can't be taking steps back, even even if it's a really tough opponent. And I really felt from that point on, our kids really bought in. Um, really saw a lot of improvement week to week. And because it's hard sometimes if if things aren't going your way to come to practice and stay focused and and be able to get keep keep going and see what's at the end of the year for you. And so I was really proud of our kids that we kept going. I thought we, we won the two games we for sure thought we should win. Thought we won another game that, you know, a lot of people didn't have us winning. So, you know, be able to get plus one there was huge. And give ourselves in the playoffs and um, a shot to get to the playoffs. And really thought, I thought, you know, I thought we played – it was it was one of our best all around games for efforts in the playoff. Kids were flying around. Um, definitely made a bunch of mistakes. I think I think some of our kids were a little lamped up. We missed some key opportunities in that game uh, to give ourselves a chance. Because we always say, give ourselves a chance. So we can be in it at the end. We or if we're in the game at the end, we got a great shot at getting it. So we we didn't quite get there. Just too many too many mistakes in certain parts of that game, but um, thought our kids played phenomenal, really. Uh, we did a good job. In the, the score doesn't show it, but, man, we made them struggle. Um, definitely definitely had a handle on their passing game. You know, we intercepted their quarterback twice. and um, So it's tough when you get to the end of the year. You know, everybody has a last game, and, uh, or, you know, I don't think our kids were ready to be finished, and, we were hoping just to get one more week out of it, and uh, but I, you know, really proud of my kids overall through the season. You go through a lot. Um, it's one thing I always <clears throat> say in my banquet too about uh, high school football players. If you want to come find some good employees, come talk to me because I got a lot of kids that I can tell you work their butt off. They have to put the extra time in. They put the extra hours in. Uh, they know what it's like like to do that and uh i think those are pretty uh employable skills coach andrew houghton here uh great talking with you all throughout the year i just wanted to ask i mean you guys started one and four finished off with a little bit of a surge you won two of your last four to get in the playoffs there how did you see this team grow over the course of the season yeah you know in part of it the west was and not that there weren't tough teams on the east side either, but a pretty good gauntlet. You know, you start. We started off Glacier Capital. Both those teams were in, in smooth stride when we got to them, and then you know it didn't get any easier between Helen and Sentinel. You know, kind of bang bang in there. So, really saw that our as as time went, we had to do some shuffling, moving a few kids around here and there to different spots, and and. Um, be able to build on it, like try to find who's good at what and what can we, what can we do with them? Um, found that we, we were able to throw the ball a little better in different ways as the season went on. And that gave us a little more depth in what we could run offensively. Um, really, you know, a big one I saw 
I guess to get to your point about how we improved what our kids did, you know, starting with the summer, uh, we installed the new, we, we do weight training and then we do a mobility, agility, speed work and flip-flop the kids doing it. And I really saw that come around with our kids. And what, what was really good is we kept that kind of rolling through the season um, and really liked the way our kids started moving and reacting. And we stayed strong at NCS really break down. We didn't really have those knickknack injuries. So it allowed those kids to, to keep progressing each week and buy into the process of what we were coaching them on. Um, so, I mean, kind of a big part to it, but there, you know, there's a lot of moving parts in a football program that you got to constantly be tweaking and trying to figure out, um, do we have time to get this stuff in and how much, how much do we need and trying to evaluate where your kids are all the time. So, you know, I, I, I'm really proud of our kids for allowing, they allowed us to coach them and then buying in and believing in what we're, what we're doing with it. Because if you don't have those things, it's really hard to grow. And, and so I do think that was the, probably the biggest thing in that area, in that area anyway. Well, coach, you guys made it to the playoffs. You did some good things, like you said, last week against Great Falls. How do you build on this going into the off season, and especially looking forward into next year? Yeah, so, I mean, in the meeting, in our uh, meeting this week with all the kids, the big thing I told them is, if you want to take steps forward from where we were, you have to be part of the change, and you have to be willing to do things you haven't done before. You have to be... You can't just go along, life is normal. And so uh, we do an evaluation at the end of the year with every player. We meet with them and we have a series of questions they have to answer and fill out. And and then we're dead honest with them. Hey man, you're not fast enough. Hey man, you're not you're not strong enough. Um, you didn't know the plays or, and or the positives go with it too. But they, they need to honestly be able to assess their ability and know what they have to make to change. And so we use that as a forefront, you know, hey, listen, we, we got to this point. The next step should be that we're on the other side of it, that we host Great Falls High and then keep taking steps. But really it starts with, to me, challenging the kids. Every year you got a new group. We're going to be really young next year. Um, I only had about 12 juniors total in the program. So we're going to have a lot of sophomores that are going to have to really, really grow up pretty quick. Um, you know, and some of those freshmen too, maybe they might have to step in as sophomores next year and, and be able to do that. So that's the challenge. It's got to start in the weight room. It's got to start with being involved and you got to get more out of what you're doing. You got to know your strengths and weaknesses, identify them and be able to work on them. Well, coach, it's a good perspective. Doing a great job there, Missoula Big Sky. It's always a pleasure catching up with you. Good job on a good season, making it to the playoffs. And thanks so much for taking time with us each week. Hope to run into you in the off season. But in the meantime, be well and uh, good job on a great season. Thank you, guys. Always appreciate it. Matt Johnson, Missoula Big Sky head coach. Appreciated him for making some time for us earlier this week to recap Big Sky's season. Nuana is now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television.
a playoff edition of the Garden City Spotlight. We're joined now by Missoula Sentinel head coach Dane Oliver. His team hosts Great Falls High tonight. Final eight quarterfinals of the Class AA playoffs. Coach, thanks so much for being with us. How you doing? I'm doing well. Doing well. First of all, let's talk just about playoff mode. It's uh, now into that time of year where winner moves on, loser goes home. So how does it affect the way you prepare? How does it affect the way you think about these contests? Well, I'd like to think that we, we did a good job all year, but it definitely it ramps up uh, in the playoffs. And that I think the kids understand that if we don't have a good Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday practice, we're not going to get it next week. So there's a certain attention to detail that you know our seniors who have been through this understand. And we had a we had a great Wednesday practice, um, and just looking forward to, to getting back out there on a Friday night. Last week, how did things go? Because I know it was a different scenario where you didn't know your opponent, or I guess you didn't know which game the opponent would come from. So how did it go, how did you guys go about uh, just monitoring the games and all that last weekend? Well, I think the most important thing is that the bowling did not go well for the coaches. Uh, <laughs> we. we we did a little team activity bowling, and I started running my mouth about frame seven and it went downhill from there. So the coaches got beat. Of course, Zach Cruz, Charlie Kurgan, who knew those guys would be good at bowling as well, too. So they put us on us, and we did not finish as coaches, and so we were kind of grumpy going into practice. And uh, but, but, yeah, it was a great week. We, we worked some fundamentals. We did some study table. Watched the games Friday night. I think I found out about 9.30, got confirmed, went to bed and woke up and back into our routine. So it was a, it was a good uh, it was a good week of preparation, get some guys healed up, and we'll be ready to go tonight. Well, the uh, Bison had a tough start. They played a really tough early schedule, but they've been rolling ever since then. Great Falls High comes into this game on a six-game winning streak. So when you look at just the scope of their season, what, what has been the key factors in the way that they've improved? I, I think they've had some younger guys that uh, they've had to develop. And, you know, Coach Sampson's been doing this a long time. He doesn't panic. I think their opponents, their schedule was not easy to start the season. And, and so then they got a favorable schedule, got some seasoned guys. And I think everything revolves around their quarterback and what a tremendous athlete he is. And uh, their defense has settled in with a scheme. Uh, special teams have sorted out. And they're playing good football. So, it's always tough when you go a guy who's coached for four years. Um, he's going to have his guys ready to go. Coach Sampson, one of our favorites. We had him on the show last week. He's a guy that has a wealth of knowledge in high school football. And uh, it seems like he's really built that program back up. But uh, you've probably had some crossover with him. So how would you describe just the teams that Coach Sampson puts out there? And do they look similar to they have in years past? Oh, absolutely. You know you know what you're going to get with Coach you know, He's a He's a competitor. Uh, I, I know his son well, and his son learned it from his dad. So he, he's going to be salty. He's going to he's going to be uh, run about thirty different sets on offense. He's you know you coach that long, you know what plays are going to work. So I just remember our game with him last year in the quarterfinals. I walked out of that game going, that was a physical football team. So they're going to be they're going to be feisty, physical, and competitive, and our guys better be ready for that. Missoula Sentinel head coach Dane Oliver joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. And, Coach, you mentioned the quarterback, Reed Harris. That's a good-looking athlete right there, man. He's a great track athlete. He's a great basketball player, and he's a great football player. He's becoming a good quarterback. Uh, but when you got a guy like that that's 6'5", I don't even know what, 205, 210, big kid that can just tuck it and run it, how, how do you go about trying to slow him down? <laughs> 
but it's a team effort, team defense, and understanding the angles. As a sophomore, he made we had some tremendous athletes on our defense last year, and he made them look silly. So we know what he's capable of. Uh, saw him at the morning wig camp this summer. He's just a nice kid, um, but a 22-foot long jumper, runs the 100. I mean, that's when you when you build an athlete, that's what you want him to look like. And, you know, he has, I think, four or five Division One offers for a reason. He's earned it. Great athlete. Um, so it's scary. That's the stuff that keeps you up at night. Well, no doubt. Well, tell us about your team. I mean, what sort of things do you think you've done well or, or improved on the last couple of weeks? Or I guess what have been the primary points of emphasis uh, in terms of cleaning stuff up as you got ready for the second postseason run as you tried to defend the state championship? I think defensively, just building depth and, and different packages. Our, we've had a revolving door at the defensive line, just trying to find guys that consistently can hold their gap. And uh, and so we, we've built depth there. Um, and just adding little wrinkles uh, defensively specific. I think our coaches do a great job with game plan specific uh, defensive plays. So then offensively, just always developing that passing game. You know, we lost Peyton Stevens few weeks ago and he was a big part of the passing game so getting some younger guys to step up and um you know adding little wrinkles but ultimately it comes down to take care of the football we you know we got zach cruz back there um he can make some plays with his feet so just how much to use him and not use him and then i've been really pleased with the kicking game um it's kind of settled on the kickoffs the a sophomore Dernberger is going to handle that. We had a Dernberger kid last year handling kickoff and he's at willamette university and now his little brother's doing kickoffs and then Quentin Schrader's made some big field goals for us. So, you know, I just want to play solid football, take care of the ball. Uh, it'll be interesting coming off a of bye week. Always seem to, you know, we seem to start slow the last time we've done this. So we want to come out uh, on fire and be aggressive. Can you gauge just the, the temperature of your team? What do you think? I mean, obviously you guys are excited. This is an awesome time of year. But yeah. do you feel like you guys are confident coming into this thing uh, since you do sort of have this target on your back? Yeah, it's it's always been about us, and these kids have embraced that. They seem to do well with that rather than focusing on the other team or revenge or back-to-back. We, we really just focus on us and building that team unity. That's been a formula that's worked for us. So what I've been most pleased about is just the trust between the seniors and the juniors. We've had some difficult battle-tested situations, and that's what brings people together. I look back at Naranchi, that was not easy. And so that galvanized the, the troops, just, so to speak. And they're just playing as a team, very focused. I couldn't be more pleased with how they practice with the intensity level. And that's from the, the freshman we brought up, sophomore scout. Um, these guys have been, been awesome. And so I believe, to my core, when you do the right things in practice, it gives you the best opportunity to be successful on the scoreboard. And so they're doing that. It doesn't guarantee victory, but these kids have practiced really well. He's Dan Oliver, the Central Spartans. They host Great Falls High tonight, Missoula County Public Stadium, 7 p.m. Need something to do? Go check it out. Be a great high school football game. A couple of the best athletes in the state. Actually, a bunch of the best athletes in the state competing down there to MCPS Stadium. Coach, best of luck. We'll be talking to you next week. Yeah, I sure hope to be able to speak to you next week, Coulter. Thanks a lot. Gotta love it. Man of humility. Here's the thing. Coach Oliver's a good friend, so uh, it, it, it's easy to, to, uh, to tease him, but... We're going to talk to Dane no matter what happens in this game next week because if they win, the march continues. And if they don't, well, we'll recap the season and uh, talk about what would be a great upset for Great Falls High. Great story, 406mtsports.com, which, by the way, I know I run a multimedia company that's print online competition, but 
we don't cover a lot of preps. In fact, we only cover recruiting from a prep level. Those guys at 406 MT Sports right now, they're doing a stellar job. Great story about Great Falls High quarterback Reed Harris up there right now. So go check that out if you have a chance. Nuana is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Who's the best player in the Big Sky Conference you never heard of? It might be David Hogue, Northern Colorado defensive end, an aspiring chef. Keep it right here. Nuana is now. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. The prep football playoffs descend upon Missoula as the postseason heats up around the state. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. The quest for a second consecutive state title begins tonight at Missoula County Public Stadium for Sentinel. The Spartans host Surgeon Great Falls High, a team that has rebounded from an 0-4 start to enter Friday night's loser-out contest on a six-game winning streak. Behind the exceptional play of future college talents Zach Cruz and Charlie Kurgan, Sentinel has won all eight of its games this season and have an 18-game winning streak dating back to last year's undefeated run to the Class AA state title, the first by the Spartans in 48 years. The other Class AA matchups include future Grizz quarterback Caden Hewitt and the Helena High Bengals playing at Bozeman, second-ranked Billings West hosting Helena Capital, and Kalispell Glacier traveling to Butte. In Class A, Frenchtown will look to ride the momentum of a first-round upset of Whitefish while traveling to defending champion Laurel. Billings Central will ride more than 400 miles on a bus to take on undefeated Polson. Miles City must travel 534 miles to take on undefeated Hamilton, and Sydney takes on upstart Lewistown. In Class B, Columbus gets the next crack at the freight train that has been the undefeated Florence Falcons this season. Whitehall makes the 37-mile jaunt to Boulder, while Big Fork travels to Townsend. Big Timber must drive 433 miles to take on Eureka. And in Class C, 8-man, Belt plays at Thompson Falls, Scobie plays at Park City, St. Ignatius is at Fort Benton, and Foot Creek makes the epic 575-mile trek to Fairview. Best version of this song. First best version. Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, The Message. Second best version. The Buff Daddy and the Family sample. Third best version. Ice Cube. Still one of the most iconic beats in all of hip hop. Gotta love it. Welcome back. Nuanas now. ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuanas coming to you live from the Northwest Motorsport Studio. Northwest Motorsport, located at the corner of Stevens and Mount here in Missoula. You can also find them online at nwmsrocks.com. That's nwmsrocks.com. We're missing our main guy, Rajim Seabrook, today. 
He's got one of his first middle school basketball games. He's always coaching, contributing to the youth of this community. Uh, he also wants to be on the sidelines there for that Sentinel Spartans game against Great Falls High in the playoffs, Class AA playoffs. That's the show tonight in Missoula, unless you're on the Grizz Hockey game. You got two different things. I'm going to go to both. All you got to do is drive them down South Avenue. Seems pretty simple. Seems pretty fun. Can't wait. So uh, we'll be giving you all the deets on all that stuff coming up. Uh, but out of the state, both of the college football teams from the Big Sky Conference hitting the road. Montana State going to Eastern Washington. They play in Cheney tomorrow, 2 p.m. kick, local time. I'm heading that way. Leave it in the morning. Montana, they just arrived in Greeley, Colorado. I guess in Colorado. I actually don't know where they're staying. I think they're staying somewhere around Loveland or Fort Collins area. But the Grizz are on the ground in the Centennial State. We caught up with one of the best players in Northern Colorado earlier this week. This is our Across the Sideline, presented by Mike Nugent and Berkshire Hathaway Real Estate, as well as Nick Tabor and Westpac Wealth. Happy now to welcome in one of the breakout stars in the Big Sky Conference this season, David Hogue. He's a defensive end for the Northern Colorado Bears. UNC hosts Montana Saturday afternoon in Greeley. David, thanks so much for making some time with us, man. How you doing? I'm amazing. How you doing? Very good. First and foremost, let's talk about just this season. It seems like Northern Colorado's defense really been playing well the last couple weeks. What's been the turning point? How have you guys come together and has really solidified that side of the ball? Um, it's a connection that we built. You know, before the season even started, we went through a lot of a lot of diverse situations, and we came together as a family. You know, we came together as a unit, and we decided to execute like one. Um, we have a lot of mistakes that we need to make up, and we have done a lot of mistakes. But at the same time, we bounced back from it, and we moved on to bigger and better things. Is there a specific game or moment that you can uh, point to to when you first started clicking for you? For me as an individual, I feel like it was the um, Houston Baptist game. Um, you know, after the CU game, it was kind of an upset. So um, we kind of had to bounce back. But for us as a unit, it was the NAU game. People thought that we were going to lose. You know, some people had doubts. But um, as a defense, we came together and we set everything down. Um, the game that just happened against Sacramento State, I feel like that that was a huge, a huge win in our favor. But... It was also, you know, upset, but that's one of those games where you see us playing together, playing hard, playing fast, playing to the ball. David Hogue joining us from Northern Colorado. He's a defensive end there for the Bears. Northern Colorado hosts Montana Saturday afternoon in Greeley, Colorado. Let's talk about the coaching staff because I think that uh, Ed McCaffrey and, and a lot of the new coaches, they garnered a lot of headlines and got a lot of attention in Northern Colorado. Uh, first and foremost, I know you went to high school in the Denver area, so do you remember Coach McCaffrey Is that or is that a little too old for you? Um, I do remember Coach McCaffrey. Um, I went to Smoky Hill High School, and we were supposed to go against them after we beat Regis, but unfortunately that was far from happening. But um, we, I, I remember him vividly. Um, I spoke to him finally um, when he came up here, so that was, a, that was a good thing. But as far as the coaching staff, you know, it was something different for all of us, you know, for them, for the players, for the coaches. Even for the uh, strength and conditioning coach, for the trainers and everything. So going into this was really new, and it was a new experience for all of us, but we just made the best of it. How would you describe the coaching style, the coaching philosophies, and then maybe how that might be different from what you experienced before Coach McCaffrey got there? Um, I'll say the coaching style is, you know, just run to the ball, you know, just play, trust each other, you know, play, play like this is the last game. And it's 
very similar from the last coaching staff is that uh, some of the things that they do, especially with the defense, uh, is a little bit better. And I feel like it connects well with others. You know, a lot of the times the coaches ask, uh, what's our opinion? What do you think will work? What do you think will connect? What do you think will execute? And they actually follow through with it. So they the best thing that they say is we can't go out there and play for you. So we can't always call the plays that we think will work, but you guys see something different. So they always ask for our opinions, you know, and they always execute it as well. From a pass rushing perspective, I think it's fascinating to just look at the statistical breakdowns because a lot of times uh, yourself, a guy like Daniel Hardy at Montana State, a guy like Patrick O'Connell at Montana, all three of you guys among the league and nation leaders in sacks, but you look at the stats and sometimes you get two, three in one game. When you get it going like that, can you feel it? And how do you do it? I mean, how, how do you build that momentum within yourself and, and, and uh, sort of take control of a game? And, and do you feel like it does build and you can get two, three, four sacks in a game? Um, after I get the first one, I feel like I could get more. Um, but in some games, I always disappoint myself because, you know, three is the most I ever got in the game. So I felt like I could really get more. But as soon as I get that one, um, I bring 10 and I act like I don't have any sacks and I go for another one and I go for another one. And it's just, you know, as far as as far as pass rushing, um, during the off season, um, our offensive line is incredible as far as, you know, helping out the defense. So I feel like once it comes down to the game, sometimes we over-prepare, sometimes we under-prepare. But for me, as far as pass rushing, I feel like I over-prepare. I, um, in some pass rushes, I beat myself, and I just move on to the next play. You know, anybody could be beatable. So that's what I take out of it, and I just go full steam. Across the sidelines where we feature subjects, both coaches and players, from teams that are playing against both Montana and Montana State, it's presented in part by Nick Tabor and Westpac Wealth. Let Westpac Wealth make your life more tax efficient. David Hogue joining us from Northern Colorado. He's a defensive end for the Bears. They host Montana on Saturday afternoon. David, let's talk about your journey a little bit. I know my contact there, Ryan Pfeiffer, the sports information guy at Northern Colorado, he told me maybe got a little bit of a cooking background, so tell us a little bit more about this. I love cooking. Um, I always enjoyed cooking. And um, as growing up, you know, we didn't really have much to cook, but my mom always made the best out of nothing. And she was always creative. You know, she was always creative. And that's why I kind of got the, you know, love for cooking. Um, I live with my godfather as well. So he, like, cooked even though he didn't want to. And um, everything, like all the spices, all the seasonings, all the food types, different food types, I feel like now that, you know, I'm kind of living on my own, kind of living in my own area. I miss the cooking, but, you know, I add a little bit more extra to it, you know, I put on a little tang to it. But for me, it, I love cooking, you know. It's always a, a big thing to have. It's always a thing for me to enjoy, to love, besides football, besides school. It's always, you know, like a hobby, but more towards a, a relaxing hobby. Like a passion, right? Yes, sir. What's your what's your specialties? Give us some of the dishes that David Hogue can deal out. Um, one one dish that I'm starting to, you know, try to create is a double-baked potato with um, shrimp and chicken. I'm trying to do that with a, like, a Alfredo sauce. I like that as well. It kind of um, adds on to that and capitalizes off of that. Another, my main... My favorite dish is a shrimp linguine with a pink Moscato sauce. I love I love cooking that. That's one of that's the best dish. Um, another dish is uh, steak and salmon. Um, cut the salmon up and um, put the mashed potatoes on the plate. Put the steak on the plate. Kind of connect the salmon and the potatoes as well. And I always try to eat healthy, so everything is really uh, healthy foods. Um, always 
uh, bell peppers up, onions up, and just put them in a bowl, eat them like that. Um, it's it's very good. I I enjoy it. So. We got me starving right now. Ryan mentioned too, you might have some Jamaican roots too. So any any Cajun influences in this, or any Jamaican influences in your cooking oh, most style? Definitely, most definitely. My um, I, what I got from my mom is she does these jerk burgers. Um, so she'll wrap the burger in bacon, uh, put cucumbers in it, um, get like a shrimp sauce, put that on top of the burger. Uh, that's one of the jerk burgers. Uh, jerk chicken is um, my favorite dish if I'm on a grill. Um, have it marinate over overnight or for two nights. That's why you get your best flavors. Um, you will put a bunch of it's a bunch of spices, but it'll it'll all connect. Um, and curry shrimp, curry shrimp is the best. You'll put that over rice and peas. Put you know a lot of vegetables in it, especially cucumbers and uh, the sauce in the shrimp. But don't get it on your clothes because it's gonna it's gonna stain your clothes. So I wouldn't I wouldn't advise you to do that. But uh, it's a lot. It's a lot. Uh, oxtails, all those. Gotta love it, man. I'm starving now. I can't, I, I can't wait to go cook some food tonight. That's going to be delicious. You got me inspired. Last question on this. I heard you maybe have a little internship going on over in France, which is one of the great cooking countries in the world. So tell us a little bit more about that. It was actually a conversation me and one of my best friends had. Um, we've been friends for a long time, and he got me on, he got me on the idea of going out of the country just for school because he wanted to go um, to study abroad, and uh, I was just curious about it. And I talked to my uh, academic advisor. She said, "Yeah, that that's possible during the summertime. You know, a six a six eight week program. If your coaches is okay with that, if your strength coach is okay with that, then." It's it's a full go, and I was thinking of anywhere I wanted to go, and culinary was like on the top of my mind, and I'm in my mind it was it was Italy, so it was either uh, Italy or Tokyo, and Italy just sounds more it it sounds better in my opinion for cooking, so that's that that's where I want to pursue it at. Across the sideline with Northern Colorado defensive end David Hogue. It is Nuana's now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television around the state of Montana. University of Montana plays at Northern Colorado on Saturday afternoon. And David, let's talk about the matchup. Well, what do you think of the Grizzlies coming to town? What sort of things have you seen that stands out about the Grizz offense as you prepare for this game on Saturday? What stands out about them is they are a passing offense. Um, they do a little bit of running, but they're predominantly passing. Of course, that is that's what I look for in an offense anyway, because of course that's more opportunities for me to get sacked. So for me, I'm I'm in, I'm gonna enjoy this game very much. Um, as far as the team as a whole, I looked at some of the games, the sack game, Sacramento won by a touchdown, the um, Utah game. They they won by a point because, you know, they, of course, they missed the field goal. However, I feel like they're, it's a, it's a well-known matchup. You know, some people might have their doubts. Some people might have their concerns. But in my opinion, it's a well-known matchup as far as the defensive line through the secondary, through inside linebacker, all that is a matchup. As far as our offense goes, it's still a matchup. You know, it is going to be a great game. Um, like our coaches said, it's not going to be a handout. They're not going to hand us a win. If we want it, we got to earn it, and we got to take it. Whether they want to win, it's up to them. I don't really care what they want. But what I and what I want for my team is to go out there knowing that we can beat them, knowing that we could, you know, rise above it and beat them. Well, David, this was a pleasure getting to know you a little bit. If and when your football career ever ends, call me. We can start a cooking show. That'd be, that could be my uh, second job as well. That sounds pretty darn fun. But thanks so much for spending some time with us here on Nuanas Now. Appreciate it, man. 
Thank you. Thank you for having me. Love stories like that, man. Very cool. Love these kids with their exterior pursuits beyond sports. It's great to have a escape. Sports are awesome. So's cooking. Good for David Hogue. ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. This is Nuanas Now. Keep it right here. Take you home on your Friday. After a long couple of months, it's finally feeling like we're getting back to business as usual. But it's not the usual at all. At Missoula's Wingate, we are, as always, committed to giving you a relaxing stay at a great value. But we're also balancing the new guidelines, like maximum pool occupancies and increased disinfecting, to protect your health with a never-ending pledge to make you feel at home when you're not. If you find yourself on the road in the Missoula area, please consider staying with us at Missoula's Wingate. ESPN Radio. Man, if you're watching on SWX Montana television, you see me shaking my head. Bombshell. I don't know... So this is one thing that's sort of perplexing to me. I know that I care about Big Sky Conference sports and some of the other teams and, and schools in the Big Sky more than most people listen to this show, more than most people in Montana. But like when you work in the league for a long time, you get to know, especially the guys that stick around in the same positions for a long time. Just got a tweet. Brian Katz, one of our favorites, man. He's probably been on the show 20 times. Sacramento State head basketball coach. He's been coming on every time they play the Grizzlies. Home and away since I've been doing this. And he's come on my podcast, I mean, all the time. I love Tiger Hoops to Coach Katz. He just resigned at Sac State, citing health concerns. So we really hope that he's okay. Great dude. Awesome coach, man. He was preparing for his 14th season. Uh, he, since 1991, he's been a college head coach. 98% graduation rate. It's amazing, man. That's what it's all about. So best of luck to, to Coach Katz. I'm definitely going to call him after this, man. That's a bombshell. I know that it might not seem like that, but it is. That's a, that's a, that's a deal. So regardless, congratulations to Coach Katz. Nuanas now. Thanks for listening. Appreciate you. I'm heading over to Cheney, Washington for the showdown between Montana State and Eastern Washington in the morning. Montana is at Northern Colorado in Greeley. So we get you all set up and all broke down. With all the analysis, all the recap, all everything you want. Here on Nuwana is now Monday, Montana Football Hour. Riley Corcoran will join me from 4 to 5. And then from 5 to 6, Marty Morningweg, the Monday afternoon quarterback with Mo- Coach Marty. So we'll get you all up to date with what's going on. Missed anything in this show, fun show. The Grizz soccer team won 1-0 over Sacramento State. They head to the championship match of the Big Sky Tournament on Sunday in Greeley. Also got you prepped up for the high school football playoffs. We heard from Dana Oliver and Matt Johnson from Missoula Sentinel, Missoula Big Sky, respectively. Eastern Washington quarterback Eric Berrier, Northern Colorado defensive end David Hogue, and a whole bunch more. You can find it on the podcast. We'll see you on Monday. At Blackfoot Communications, our mission is to connect people, businesses, and communities to their networks in Montana and beyond. 
Through Blackfoot sponsorships, local ambassadors, and public programs, we support initiatives such as the Emergency Broadband Benefit, fiber deployments, and community events. For information on our commitment to improving our communities with fast, reliable, and secure internet access, go to blackfootcommunications.com slash news. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.